Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. This is Playing Around with Paige Renee. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Playing Around podcast. I'm your host, Paige Renee. And I got an interesting text from my friend the other day. Actually, Chelsea, she was on the show. She lives in Tampa. She was like, Paige, people are asking me if you're dating Tom Brady. And I was like, what? So there was this crazy rumor that got started all because of a very innocent tweet. So this guy put up a tweet tagging me and he said, you know, at Tom Brady, you should date Paige because of all these reasons. They were all very flattering, but I didn't respond to it because I didn't want to give anyone the wrong idea. But then another person jumped in. They're like, I played with Paige in a pro-am. She was really cool. Someone else jumped in. They're like, yeah, I met her here. Really awesome. And then, you know, he jumped back in. He's like, I met her too. And she was really cool. And so I was like, wow, I want to respond to that because I make such an effort to be really kind to everyone that I meet and especially when I do these pro-ams or these events and so to actually like leave a lasting good impression I wanted to thank them for being so kind and so I responded back and I said thank you you know I, I really try to make an effort to put a smile on everyone's face and New York Post picked it up and you know something along the lines of you know page response to tom brady dating rumor and they're like she didn't deny it and i was like oh my gosh so then other people were picking it up and they're like she's dating tom brady and so all of my mentions on twitter have been asking me about me dating tom brady i have never met tom brady i've never i don't know him he doesn't know me we've never had any type of interaction our paths have never crossed so it's so crazy how one very innocent tweak can get turned into such a crazy rumor and it's mortifying because if i ever end up running into tom brady and i'm sure he doesn't look at the headlines at all but if he does and he sees this he's like who's this crazy girl saying she's dating me 
Uh, so I keep checking to see if he's blocked me, which he hasn't, thank goodness, because I think if you read the article, then you can see that it was super innocent, but most people just read the headlines. And so I was going through all of the New York Post headlines because some of them can be quite outrageous and funny. And so today's episode, I thought I would go through them and tell you the truth behind every single headline because I, I get a lot of people who say certain things about me and they're based off of headlines and they don't actually take the time to read the story. And most of the time when you read the story, you're, you see that it's very much different from the headline or there's so much more to it than just the headline, but they take the most salacious part of each story and they turn it into something that's you know quite funny. And so I can see how people could find me absolutely insufferable if you just read the headline and you don't know any of the information behind it. So these are just some of the crazy headlines on the New York Post for 2022. I also get a lot of questions asking if I pay the New York Post to write about me. That is not true um, <laughs> at all. Sometimes I'm like, don't write that headline. <laughs> but no, I'm not paying the New York Post to write about me. So the first headline is Paige Sprinnick shades Patrick Mahomes' fiance brother after crushing loss. This one's sadly true. I actually feel really bad about this. I made a joke about his wife and his brother basically saying like, it, it sucks for Patrick Mahomes that he lost. Now he has to go home to TikTok dances, which on the innocent side of a shady tweet, but I shouldn't have said it. I think family is off limits and in return, I wouldn't like it about my family. And so I, I really do feel bad about that. I should not have said, I should have jumped on the bandwagon for that one. I'm better than that. And um, yeah, that, that just wasn't, that wasn't my best tweet. And that's not something that I really stand by because I, I know how bad, you know, it, it can be when people are hating on you constantly. And I, I shouldn't have said that. I would say if I could say it to their face, then I'll tweet it. I don't think I could say that to their face. I'm being, I was being a coward. And so, yeah, I, I take that one back. I'm, I am sorry about that one. I do apologize. Paige Sprannett, question mark. Golf's mother, Teresa, question mark. Phil Mickelson blocking everyone on Twitter. This one's true. I've told this story before, but Phil Mickelson blocked me. I found out during the PGA Championship when he won. I tried to at him, and it was unavailable. I thought he maybe just didn't have a Twitter until I looked and everyone was tagging him. So I clicked on it and said, you're blocked by Phil Mickelson. And so I made a bit of a stink about it because I can push some people's buttons and I can say things that can get under people's skin. I have never said one bad, mean word about Phil Mickelson. And... So I, I kind of was like, why did he block me? He messaged me and was like, hey, sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to. It was probably just some glitch. And I was like, no worries. Like, congrats on the PGA. Next day, he blocked me on Twitter and on Instagram. So <laughs> ever since then, I have been petty and I probably deserve to be blocked now. But in that moment before, I did not. And I didn't know how long I was blocked or why I was blocked. It was never explained. But yeah, I can never see Phil Mickelson's social media ever again. Next one is Paige Spring gets candid about her ass in viral golf video. Yeah, this one's also true. I get so many comments about my butt being small. Pancake emojis in the comments. I mean, everyone comments on it. 
I think it's because my body looks a bit disproportionate because my boobs are big. So people say I look like a walking pea, a pea for page. <laughs> and, you know, I try really hard to work on my butt and I kill myself in the gym, but it's just genetics. And I think too, with the BBL look, which is a, if you don't know, it's a Brazilian butt lift where they suck the fat out of other parts of your body and they put it into your butt. That's what, you know, like a lot of celebrities have had done. And even some fitness influencers that you think are natural are actually not natural. And so people have this idea that you should have this body where you have this itty bitty tiny waist and this huge ass, and these huge tits. And it's like, I, I can't, I physically can't. And I work really hard, but genetics are just not in my favor when it comes to having a big booty. Paige Sprague opens up on crying press conference, blackmail, threats, and trolling. <laughs> the one criticism that I get the most is that I am annoying because I complain about being objectified, yet I post videos where I'm objectifying myself. And to be completely transparent, I agree. If I read this headline and then looked at my content, I would probably be a bit confused because my content is a bit, I would say edgy, because it's really not edgy. It's edgy for golf, but it's pretty tame for the most part. But I do poke fun at myself. My content is very cheeky, it's sexy, and I just have fun with making fun of myself and the content that I post. And so when you look at the situation where I'm talking about being bullied, it had nothing to do with being objectified. So in that press conference, this is when I was still playing, this was years, years ago. This is the second year I came back to Dubai. I was already really stressed out because the first year, it's kind of when I really, really blew up and it was like the number one sports story in the world. Everyone's saying that I, I was undeserving of the sponsor exemption. It was, it was tough. It was really tough. And so I came back the next year. During this year though, I was dealing with a personal picture leak. I talked about this in the second or third, I believe, episode ever of this podcast, but a you know topless picture of mine was slowly circulating around the internet, and I've been aware of it for a while, but it didn't fully hit yet. So I was getting blackmailed by this one person. So two minutes before I was supposed to go out to do this press conference, I got this DM saying, if you don't send me money, I'm going to leak this picture. And I was like, that's the last thing, honestly, that I need. I'm already stressed out, high anxiety. Now I have to worry about this. And this was going on and on and on for a while. And I was, I couldn't sleep at night. Every time my phone went off, I thought, you know, great. Now that the picture hit and everyone knows about it. It was pretty traumatic for me. One, because it's such an invasion of privacy. You know, you send something to someone that you trust and you would hope that they would never share it. It's been shared. Now it keeps getting shared and people are lying about it and they're blackmailing you. It, it was not fun at all. And so I, I go out and I do the press conference and someone asked me about being bullied and I just completely broke down because of everything that I was dealing with behind the scenes. And I couldn't explain the situation because I didn't want to bring attention to it. So I didn't really say anything. And I was just basically like, man, people bully me. It's hard online. And so I think people looked at that and go, well, she, she's a baby. You know, she puts herself out there, yet she can't take it. And I can see how people would feel that way. But there was so much more going on behind the scenes. And so now people still 
tie that moment back into the content that I do and they think that I'm so annoying because I will continue to objectify myself and I'm frustrated by and that has never been the case I have never once said that I've never insinuated that I like the fact that you guys can say whatever you want it's a very open community that I feel that I have built and I want it to continue to be that way. I think a lot of people see certain headlines and they don't understand that I'm also being sarcastic half the time too with things that I say and things that I post. Like this next headline is Paige Sprang's innocent hot dog tweet doesn't end well. So every 4th of July, I make a hot dog video. The first year I did how many hot dogs I can in 10 minutes. The next year I did different ways to eat a hot dog. And there were a lot of innuendos in it. I mean, one of the ways to eat the hot dog was the raw dog where you just eat the, the wiener first and then the bun. I know what I'm doing. I mean, it, it's supposed to be cheeky. It's supposed to be funny. And so I put up a tweet and I was like, my DMs are going crazy. And everyone's like, yeah, what do you expect? You were eating a hot dog. And it's like, I know my whole internet persona has turned into a troll of myself. I poke fun at myself more than anyone else. And most of the time people don't understand the sarcasm behind it. They just don't get it at all. And so people find me absolutely insufferable because they think that I'm being serious. I'm like, I'm not being serious at all. This is all a joke. Everything that I post now is a joke. Maybe in the very beginning of my career when I still figure everything out, it wasn't. But I have changed. I have evolved. My content has changed. And it can be frustrating when someone still pulls up certain pieces of something you said six, seven years ago. And I'm like, I'm not even the same person that I was then. Everything has changed. Like, let me change. Let me evolve. And don't take everything so seriously. The next one is Paige Sprinnick's Mother's Day post ignites fan frenzy. It did. <laughs> People love my mother. So I am 29, you know, almost 30. And a lot of the comments that I get are, enjoy it now because you're going to be an old hag in a year, like when you're 30. And, I'm, and they talk about my age as if I'm like expired food that I'm rotting. <laughs> and that in five years, you know, that's my shelf life. And then I'm going to be ugly and I'm not going to have any um, followers anymore. And my career will be over. And it's such an interesting conversation because my boyfriend, he's also 29. We're a month apart. He's in finance. He's a great job. But the way that people talk about him is that he's so young. He's youthful. He has such a long runway. He's going to be successful. He hasn't even started his career yet. Everything's in front of him. He's going to be incredible. And then me, they're like, you're old. <laughs> Your career is over. Enjoy the next two years because after that, no, you can't even go out inside in public anymore because you're old and gross and no one wants to look at you anymore and your career is over. And so this comment that I got was something along those lines where it was, you know, enjoy it now because when your beauty fades, your career is over. And it was like something crazy, like two years or something. And so I posted my mother, a picture of me and my mother. She's 63 now, and she looks incredible, like absolutely incredible. And so I was like showing them like, yeah, like I'm good. <laughs> I have great genetics except for my ass, and I will be just fine. 
And people went crazy over seeing my mom and I get so many questions all the time about my mom. Paige Sprague says she changed Instagram name after college stalking incident. This is also true. Most people ask why my username is Paige Renee instead of my full name, which is Paige Spranick. In college, I was dealing with these girls who were harassing and stalking me. And so I deleted my Instagram account and I made a new one with my middle name, Paige Renee. And I was like, I'm only going to post golf stuff because who can make fun of that? And that was the account that blew up. And so I didn't change my username. And so that's why it's Paige Renee all stemmed off off the stalking incident that happened in college. It was really bad, really bad. Paige Sprank reveals some of her DMs and it's a disaster. This one's, this one's true. So <laughs> every Thursday, Thirsty Thursday, I would post the craziest DMs that I would get. I did this for about three weeks and people loved it. But the last week I did it, I posted something that I thought was funny and people were outraged by it. They were offended. It was highly weird, creepy, sexual. And people were very turned off by it and they were getting upset. And I realized in that moment how desensitized I am to the comments that I get, which is also funny because people say that I hate being objectified, yet I'm so desensitized to you know, th- these comments that happen every single day. And I stopped doing it because I didn't want to upset anyone else anymore. But I will say after doing that, All the DMs that I received were much better. I think men are surprised with how far some men actually push it when it's anonymous in a way and when no one else can see what's happening. And so I think to open that up to the public and for people to see the messages that were actually being sent to me kind of opened their eyes. And I very rarely receive, you know, bad messages anymore. So I'm actually glad that I did that and a lot of people have been really receptive to certain conversations that I've brought to the table. I have a male-dominated audience, and some of the topics that we broach can be difficult to have. And you know, one of them is what men say or do behind closed doors, and bringing that conversation to men in a way where it is. I would say where you guys are open-minded to having the conversation because I think that people can bring it in a way that it feels as if they are attacking them. And that's never what I want to do. I, I think you can have these conversations without being like, men suck, all men suck, because that's not true. A lot of you guys are so incredibly amazing and supportive. And I love all the messages that you get. And anytime I do get a message that's not very nice, a lot of you stand up for me and for that. And so just bringing certain conversations to the table and having these discussions, I think has been really healthy. And I I love having the different opinions and having a male-dominated audience because uh, you guys definitely keep me on my toes. (laughs) That's for sure. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 
This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Paige Bryant opens up about her sexy social media character. That's true. I would say that I play this this character. It's my online persona. It's the most sexed up version of myself. I like to be super cheeky online. And I see this as almost like performative art. And if you're in on the joke, you're, you get it. And like I was saying earlier, where I'm the biggest troll of myself, you know, I make fun of myself. I like my content to be really lighthearted and fun and entertaining because this is supposed to be entertainment. And I I want to be able to put a smile on your face. And so if I was just myself, I don't want to say I'm always myself. I want to make that very clear, crystal clear. I'm always myself, but this is just a certain version of myself. And if I am my other very introverted version of myself, that's not good entertainment. And social media is about entertaining and bring a smile to your face. And so I always lean into that more sexed up, extroverted version of myself because I have to do that to create good content. Pace Bryant tells trolls to line up after milkshake video critique. <laughs> yeah, I, again, I, I've this year I've been experimenting with more of my content, and I've been doing these food videos that you guys really like. But there's always a bit of a sexual undertone to it, and some people just don't like that at all. And I'm like, well, then don't follow me then if you don't. <laughs> you don't agree with it because I've been posting the same things that I've posted for such a long time and it's never going to change. Paige Spring reveals if she'll ever marry again after traumatic divorce. So I don't like this headline because it's not the tr- it's not the truth. It was taken out of context when I was doing this podcast Q&A and someone asked if I would remarry again. And I said, yeah, 
But the whole process of divorce is traumatic for me, for the other person, for the families involved. And I was trying to be very sympathetic to everyone involved. And whenever I talk about, you know, personal things in my life, I will always be very neutral on it. And that's what I was trying to do. I was just trying to say like, you know, for everyone involved, it was really hard. But the headline is just out of context and and the article explains it. But if you just read that, it doesn't really align with what I was trying to say. Page Brand reveals whether or not OnlyFans is in the future. I get asked all the time about OnlyFans and I don't want to do nudity work. And I know you don't have to do that on OnlyFans, but um, that's kind of what people expect. And I don't want people to subscribe expecting to see it, you know, free the nip. And it, it's just not there. So I just don't want to put myself in that situation. <laughs> Meet the golf influencer drawing Page Sprint comparisons. So I see this headline a lot where it's like the next Page Sporanic of whatever. And it frustrated me a little bit in the beginning because they're using, they don't even have the other person's name in the headline. They're using my name to market someone else. And I'm not dead. Like, I'm still here. I'm still thriving. Like, I'm still doing what I'm doing. Like, I'm not old. I'm not done. So for me, it's a little frustrating when they're using me to help someone else in a way. And I get really a bit frustrated when people continuously copy everything that I'm doing from the way that I talk to the way that I dress, the way that I shoot my videos to um, the headlines, the caption, everything is exactly the same. The partners that I have, you know, I have created this blueprint for these girls to follow and it's easy to get frustrated by it, but imitation is the greatest form of flattery. So I think it is cool to think about this road that I have paved for all of these girls now to be able to make a living and to do what I do because I did it first and they can just follow the blueprint and be successful. And I've got so many more girls into golf and making golf cool. And I've done so much to help the game. And so to see something like that, it can be frustrating at first, but when you really think about it, I... I'm proud of myself for pushing past it. It can be hard too because I receive so much criticism and I still receive so much criticism and some of them don't give me the credit of doing this first and paving this path for them to be successful. And I just wish there was a little bit more of that because if I didn't do this first, then they would not be doing this and they wouldn't have a job. And so it would just be nice for them to acknowledge that instead of just, you know, use my <laughs> likeness and name to gain more followers. Paige Spranick, unhinged fan threatened me at golf event over $10,000 scam. Uh, this one is true. I was at Tahoe at this event and this person came up to me and it was a very scary situation. I have so many fake accounts that are out there that are impersonating me, pretending to ask for money, um, for relationships, for you name it, they're asking for it. And it's gone to a point where it was really scary where people were believing it and then that fake me would ghost them and then they would be really upset and then they would come after real me. And so it was something that we've had to deal with this entire summer. I couldn't go to a couple events because we just needed to get the security team all together and figure all of that part out. But 
this has been the best year professionally for me. And with that comes more notoriety, which comes with more safety issues and incidents like that. And so I just had to step up um, on the security side, which we've done. And so I feel, you know, really safe now and, you know, everything's handled, but you know, stuff like that can be really scary because everything online is anonymous. And when someone comes up to you and you're being nice to them because you you don't know them, but they think that they've been talking to you, you know, it, it puts me in a really scary situation because again, I have no idea who out there who is talking to a fake me and then I meet them in real life and I have no knowledge of that at all and they think that I'm just being nice because I think that we're in a relationship and it's like no no that's not true (laughs) or whatever me or I scam them or something but it's yeah it's not not fun but we've handled it Paige Brank has one problem of VMA's performance featuring giant twerking hologram yeah, so I, there was literally a giant twerking hologram on the VMAs on TV that like kids can watch. And I get so much hate from parents being like, you're a bad role model. Like you're bringing women back all these years. And then you look on TV and it's like, people are, you know, having these very sexualized performances and, and they have like actually young kids who watch what they do. Kids are not following me. Like 10 year olds are not following what I'm doing, but they are online and they're seeing all these other things. And I'm like, parents direct your hate towards that. Cause that's the real problem. What I'm doing is not that bad. Like at all, I'm actually trying to get more women into the game of golf because golf is so great and all these other things. And Meanwhile, their kid is on TikTok, you know, dancing suggestively to wet ass pussy. And you're like, "Mm." (laughs) Mm, I don't know. Maybe you should like address that first. But (laughs) Paige Sprannett calls out men for fat shaming her on Instagram. Yeah, I got fat shamed a lot this year. I've talked about this before. I went and I did the first pitch and the Brewers game, and people were like, oh, she looks terrible, like really, really bad, and so I I discussed that, and I actually had a really positive feedback from that. Again, I think having a male-dominated audience and broaching topics that are topics that are not normally discussed are really interesting, and so when that all happened, I was talking about, you know, guys, do you deal with this too? Because women talk about it all the time. It's really open and normalized for us to discuss, but not really for men. And so I'm trying to bring up these different topics that you guys can discuss and feel safe opening up to me about. And it's the most responses I've ever received when I opened up the discussion. So it was really cool you guys were able to share that with me and really open up to me. Paige Frank jumps into LSU gymnast controversy. Yeah, so... Olivia Dunn, who is a TikTok superstar, really big in the social media space. She's a gymnast at LSU. She was also a really good gymnast before that, too. I know she was an elite, was, you know, on national team. And she's making a lot of money now, and she can because they changed the rules for college athletes to be able to make money. And people were coming out and saying, like, that's bringing women back. And, you know, the same things that have been said about me were said about her. And I said, this is stupid. Like, she is making an amazing living as a D1 athlete at 20 years old, 
that should be commended, not, <laughs> not being like, that's not good. Like, that's not good. Like, honey, you're making $2 million. No, you're bringing women back. Like, it's such a stupid, stupid discussion. And I don't care however you're being successful. Like, you have to be a businesswoman to make that much money per year to work with your sponsors. It's a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of effort, and she's doing an amazing job at it. I felt very lonely in the start of my career. And so when I see other girls going through this, I want to be someone who's an advocate for them so they don't feel like they're alone or that they don't have any support from other women because I always feel that you know, we always talk about like women supporting other women. I don't feel like women support me, honestly, like a lot. I don't feel like a lot of them support me and they're rude behind my back and they're mean and it's vicious and it's not that much fun. And I always like to then reach out to girls who are potentially feeling the same way and show them like, hey, you got someone in your corner. Like if you ever need anything, like I will help you. I will stand up for you. Like I got your back. The next one is Paige Sprank uses Tom Brady, Ronaldo, show sex appeal double standard. This one, yeah, this one caused a lot of controversy. This goes back to what I was talking about where people think that I am getting mad at people for objectifying myself and then I make a comment like this. So this goes back to the Livy Dunn situation where people are saying like she's just cute and like she's she's capitalizing off of her looks and men like men would never do that. And so I, I said, mm, well, <laughs> that's not true because Ronaldo, Tom Brady, uh, Rory, like I listed all of these athletes who have done shirtless promotion, David Beckham. Um, underwear pictures like they're literally in their underwear um, taking pictures and they're posting it and making money off of it so they're using their their body their sex appeal to market products just the same as a woman would do and people were so upset because I was insinuating like that Tom Brady was objectifying himself and they missed the entire point and all of my mentions were about that and just saying like how could you say that like pot calling the kettle black or you know whatever the that double standard saying is they're saying all of the stuff to me and i'm like no i'm just saying that you know men do it too but when a man does it the response is different like you never see like a shirtless picture of a man in the comments being like you're you're thirsty for attention you're an attention whore what a slut like what a none of that None of that. You know, the, the the conversation around men and their sexuality is so drastically different than the conversation around women and their sexuality. Even men who are open about how many women they sleep with and that conversation compared to a woman being open about sleeping with a man. And there's just all of these double standards. And so that video was just to kind of show that, hey, a woman is allowed to capitalize off of her body if she so chooses to do so, and a man can do it too. It's, it's not about shaming anyone. It's also now not about promoting that either. It's just saying if you have the choice and you want to do it, you can do it, and that's fine. You know, doing a underwear catalog does not make you a slut and doesn't make a man a slut. It just is something that you wanted to do, and you can do it. And that was the whole point of the video. Paige Sprank shows cleavage for the last time amid 
Twitter's demise rumors. This one was also one that people took seriously. So when Elon officially like took over Twitter, there was a night where everyone thought that it was when all the employees walked out. There was, you know, all this controversy surrounding it. And everyone was on Twitter was saying this is the last night. And so people were posting all these really funny memes. And so I jumped in to it and I said, I'm posting my cleavage for the last time if Twitter is gone tomorrow morning. And people thought I was serious and people like ask me about it all the time. And then I, I was like posting the next day and they're like, but I thought you were never posting again. I was like, I was joking. Half the time I say anything, more than half the time, almost everything out of my mouth is a joke. It's supposed to be sarcastic. It's not supposed to be taken seriously. People actually thought that one was serious. Paige Sprank responds to fans fishing for Tom Bray relationship. So that, yeah, that was the headline that started the latest rumor. So hope you guys enjoyed <laughs> the deep dive into all of the, the craziness with the rumors. And I can't wait to see what 2023 has in crazy rumors for me. I almost thought like I should mess with it a little bit and just see like what I could post to ignite like a crazy rumor. <laughs> So if you have any ideas, write in at par at iheartradio.com or you can send us a DM at the Playing Around Instagram account. But I thought that'd be really funny. It's just starting all of these crazy rumors. So if you have an idea for that, let me know. But I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and don't forget to give us some five stars, leave a nice review, share with your friends, all that good stuff and catch you next time. Follow Playing Around with Paige Renee on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.